0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at the grain markets for Friday, February 23rd. Well, grain markets yesterday, corn and soybeans continued on lower into new lows for this move. Wheat actually shot higher but could not hang on to those gains, ended up on the low of the day. So they have a spike high with a very weak close, so it looks like they have found at least a temporary high and corn and soybeans just continue to buckle under the weight of very negative fundamentals. We have weather in South America continuing to be good for production. We don't see any major threats on the horizon. Got some more rain coming in in the near term over the next 10 days or so. As we get into March and especially April, The weather for the second season corn crop is critical, and there are some long-range forecasts that have been consistent calling for above-normal temps, below-normal precip, during that time window for Brazil. So we'll just have to see how things play out. But just when you wrap up uh, the weather stress for corn and soybeans across much of Argentina and Brazil, then you have the second season corn crop for Brazil, which is by far their biggest part of the crop and most of that gets exported. So it's very important that that crop performs well or else you see a much different picture on the horizon. And here in the United States, we have plentiful stocks of corn. Our carryout is huge and that's been a continual bearish drag on the market. But we're approaching $4 and that's a psychological support level. I think we'll probably breach it We'll probably get down to around the high threes, maybe 380, maybe dip into 370. So I think there's still room to go on the downside, especially if the rains materialize for Brazil. But again, you know, that's a couple weeks from now, we'll get a much better look at what that weather outlook will be for the rest of March and into April. But it is important. I think the market will turn fast if you don't get those rains developing into that mid-March timeframe. So we'll just just have to see. Hedge funds have a record short position on in soybeans and corn. So if they're forced to exit, it could be a pretty swift move to the upside. And added to the bearishness for soybeans, we're hearing talk that two to three more cargoes of Brazilian soybeans are being imported into the East Coast of the United States. So that's always discouraging when you see that, but it'll happen, you know, those feed manufacturers Going to be looking for the cheapest price, and it works to bring in Brazilian soybeans into the U.S. Uh, Russian sanctions being announced this morning. It looks like 500 people are being sanctioned, but none of them are targeted toward the banks that help finance Russian exports. So it doesn't look like any of these sanctions are going to have an impact on the wheat market or the broader grain market in general. Export sales were out this morning. For wheat, we had 280,000 tons. That was just below the low end of the range of estimates, from 3 to 600,000. Japan bought 56,000. Mexico took 57,000. In corn, exports were 998,000 tons. That was in the middle of the range, from 750 to 1.5 million. Mexico bought 333,000. Colombia, 183. Japan took 344. In soybeans, just 56,000. That was way below the low end of the range of estimates from three hundred thousand to eight hundred fifty thousand. Most of that came on cancellations of around five hundred sixty thousand tons, probably being transferred over to China, which uh, showed that it bought three hundred ninety-two thousand. Indonesia bought hundred twenty-eight thousand. So we we did see some purchases, but some of that was swapping from unknown. So taking a look at the year-to-date sales for wheat, we're at 17.9 million tons. That's up 1 million over last year. That's a bump of 6%. We're at 91% sold of USDA's projections, which is running about 2% behind the average. In corn, we're at 37 million tons sold. That's up 8.5 million over last year. That's up 29%. We're at 69% sold of USDA's projections, which is running about 8% behind the norm. And in soybeans, we've sold 38.8 million tons. That's down 9.5 million from last year. That's a drop of 20%. We're at 83% sold of USDA's projections, which is running 4% behind a year ago. So just a quick look at weather coming back here to the United States. We are seeing across the Midwest and into the Central Plains and Southern Plains, much above normal temperatures, which has kind of been the case all year, but it's getting super warm down there. It's going to be in the 80s in Central Texas, It's going to be in the 70s in Kansas. This is still February. We really don't want to see the wheat coming out of dormancy this fast or this soon because it really sets it up for some late freezes, but it is what it is. So this is something that might be underpinning the wheat market. It's the wheat certainly is having trouble hanging on to its gains but it has had some buying to it uh, the night session we're up about a nickel in wheat we're down about five or six in soybeans down another couple in corn so you know we really don't have anything going for the row crops wheat is trying to make a stand but yesterday's price action was pretty dismal had a big move up and then you couldn't hang on to any of it and ended up on the low of the day so my guess is you found a temporary high in wheat too and we'll probably get more of a pullback here over the the next few days. So today is option expiration. We're headed into first notice day next week for the March grains. Probably see a little bit more pressure as as uh, at long positions need to be out by or before first notice day. So it's probably going to be a little bit more pressure here over these next few days until we get into delivery for March. And then I think the market will probably find some support at least short term. If you have any questions, feel free to call 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.